I know I can be better than the number one guy on the Olympic team. Uh, he's got way more talent than I have, but the guy is just, he's eating crappy. He's, you know, partying. And he said, I want to be number one. He said, help me. And I, and so, so he's got an oar ring and he's the guy, he's like sending me his logs of sleeping and things he's doing before he goes to sleep. And I'm like, yeah, don't do that again. Mm-hmm. And you know, he cleaned it up. He's number one now. Welcome back to another episode of the Game of Life podcast. Game of Lifers, I apologize. It has been a while. I know it's been a long NBA offseason, but it's been a great NBA offseason. Had over 15 NBA guys in the gym each and every day, training like an athlete of the future, nutrition, sleep, mental focus, longevity, body optimization. It's been great, and I'm going to share a lot of that in-depth, behind-the-scenes info with you on these podcasts coming up. But Game of Lifers, we're back at it, and we have a great one for you today. We have Chuck Hazard from Aura Ring. What is Aura? Yeah, I'll tell you. Well, no longer do you have to wonder if you got the best night's sleep. You don't have to guess if your body is ready to perform at its optimal level the next day. Every single sleep score tracking marker you can imagine is right now at your fingertips. Literally on your finger with the aura ring. Chuck will go super in-depth and sciencey on why you need the aura ring in your life today, tonight, to track your sleep. And I'm a nut for everything self-improvement, and I want to have everything dialed in. I think I'm pretty close on knowing exactly how I get the best night's sleep every single night. And the Aura Ring only helps that. I've been using it for a while now and absolutely loving it. So in this episode, here's what we're diving deep on. What exactly is HRV and why it is the most important tracking number to know in order to determine how hard you should work out the next day, how much energy you will have that next day. You need to know HRV, tell you all about it. Also, what is your circadian rhythm and why is it so important in understanding the amount of hours of sleep that is best for you personally, not for everyone, custom to you. That's your circadian rhythm. What is your chronotype? Are you a lion, a dolphin, a bear? And what does this exactly mean to you in understanding If you're able to function better in the morning, the afternoon, the evenings, I know exactly what I am, and I am a morning person, evenings, no chance. Why is sleep more important than nutrition and exercise combined? How the top-level athletes in the world are using Aura and the positive effect it is directly having on their performance. Also, the ideal foods to eat before bed to enhance sleep to the max, and why just saying, I got eight hours of sleep, is first grade level learning when it comes to sleep knowledge. This is jam-packed sleep knowledge to the maximum and much, much more with Chuck Hazard of Aura Ring. So buckle up, grab your pillows, whatever you need. Don't fall asleep on me. Game of Lifers, here we go. Yeah. All right, we'll start it off with a bang. Just uh, break down, give the audience a... Why the Aura Ring, give them a reason why the Aura Ring can change their life today. If they start using it today, boom, what's going to change for them? Well, I mean, most people, you know, think they have a good idea of how well they slept, and and they don't. I mean, it's like everything in life, people, they they use their imagination. I mean, they know when they went to bed, 
sometimes they don't remember how many times they woke up and mm-hmm. even going to the bathroom at night when they woke up. But, but the big thing that we do is we, we actually have very detailed sleep tracking. So we actually can give people a really good assessment of how restorative the sleep was. I mean, cause that's, you know, when your body recovers from the previous days when you're sleeping and, you know, you can read a lot of literature, there's a lot out there that if you don't uh, continually get restorative sleep, I mean, it's, it's like being drunk during the day. And that's, you know, because all the accidents we have, a lot of them happen in the morning or when the time changes, daylight savings. And so we do, uh, you know, the, I think, well, you know, I'm partial, but I, the best of the best of, uh, you know, tracking sleep to the, you know, infinite detail. And then, you know, we're one of the, I think the only one that uh, really gives you a recovery score that's based on mm-hmm. a lot of the same metrics you know, track when you're sleeping. So we can actually tell you, did you recover uh, from the previous day? And it's not just physical workouts and the load you get for training, but it's also the stress because that, that adds to your load. So that, yeah. that's it in a nutshell. <laughs> and that's awesome. And that's and that's so important as like we track everything else that we do. Like people will track their calories for their diet. They'll track, they'll write down everything in their workout. But the most important thing that people don't realize is sleep. And like you touched on and, and being able to recharge your body and re-energize your body. Like me personally, I'm a nut for all of this type of stuff. And I've been using, I've been trying the whoop and I've, I've been obviously using you guys and, and have found that you guys are the most in-depth tracker that there is. But it's so it's so cool to see, and you can go further in on this and why sleep is so so underrated. That like I'll I'll read my HRV scores, and I'll be able to pretty much pretty much guess them to a T what they're going to be based on how I feel in the morning. Like that's that's how important this tracking is, and how dialed in by using the Aura Ring I know of. Man, when I wake up. I know if I have a, a great day to attack a workout, or I know if I got to take a lighter, easier day, and I found that, that yeah. to be very, very helpful. Yeah, and that's I mean what you touched on too. I mean that's an important thing that you know. I'll give you an example of you know some of the things we do that no one else does, including the company you just mentioned. Is we actually measure HRV, so heart rate variability, which you know most of the people that listen to you probably know what that is, but. Yep. You know, if your heart beats, you know, like a metrodome, you'd be dead. You know, so the more more varied it is, the more resilient you are to stress, which is both training, you know, physical and mental stress. Uh, so we measure that right through the night. Most companies just take a small sample, or they do it in the, you know, early in the morning. And so one of the things I look at uh, is you can actually see the graph of all the samples. So if mm-hmm. you sleep for eight hours and you've got a good fitting ring, you've got 96 distinct five-minute HRV samples, Jeez. and I look at the graph of those, and, you know, if you've really, really, truly recovered, you know, across the board, you know, metaphysically, you know, your, your nervous system, everything, you should see that trending up uh, over those samples for the night. Uh, and then the, the other thing we do that no one else is doing is we, a lot of, you know, like even the Fitbits, they'll say, hey, here's your, you know, lowest resting heart rate, but that's mm-hmm. only part of it. We look at when did it happen, too. So if it happens in the last, you know, half of your sleep, uh, that means you were revved up when you went to bed. It could be alcohol, late meal, late, you know, training, uh, travel, you know, on a bus, you know, if you're a basketball player, whatever it is. If you do that and you're revved up, most of your deep sleep, which is a really restorative stage of sleep, happens in the first part of your sleep. It will not happen, but you don't get as much of it because you're too revved up. And so... You know, that's why you can, you know, the ring can actually help you by looking at that 
metric of when is your lowest resting heart rate happening, uh, you know, to try some different lifestyle choices, you know, to, you know, maybe not drink at night <laughs> and see how that affects it. Right. Um, and, you know, and then this also plays into, you know, looking at the recovery in general, we, we do, as you mentioned, have the HRV, uh, but we also, um, you know, give our own sort of recovery score, mm-hmm. which is based on lots of different metrics, like the you know, lowest resting heart rate and when it happened, the HIV, and just all the parameters around how high, how high quality sleep did you have. And so, I mean, that's one thing for like professional sports, especially if you're yeah. playing games in one town and going someplace else. You know, a lot of these people, they just not, they can't recover quick enough. I mean, they just aren't recovering. So, you know, you're not, you can't expect them to perform at their best, uh, you know, when they land in the next city and have to start playing again, you know, because it's all, you know, they don't have the coordination or any of that stuff. Oh, yeah. And that's literally the name of the game in the NBA. Like, they'll play 82 games, and a lot of it will be they'll play three games in five nights or back-to-backs, and they got to be in a plane after the game traveling. And just being able to recover their body and their restorative sleep to a – to a point where they can function at their highest level, like right. there's, that's 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 wins and losses. That's millions and millions of dollars <clears throat> just on yeah, the line right. there of being and, able to recover and track. And you guys, right? I mean, you're able to assess in that ring like everything that goes into it, right? Like the like the stress, like the travel, the, everything into it. Yeah, and that's and that's one thing too. Like if you know if you're a coach and you, you know you've obviously got you know, your better players, you want to start in the game, but you, you know, that better player may not recover if they have to go over a time zone, than uh, you know, a lesser talented player. And so, you know, you might say, look, we're not going to put you in for this game because you're just not going to be ready, even though you have higher talent. I mean, you can make choices, choices like that. See, I see that very valuable in being able to make a choice. Like, cause with some of these players, they won't play them as many minutes on, let's say a back to back, just because right. I mean, they want to have them rested and feel like, but it's kind of a guessing game. They don't really know. Okay, is he fully ready or is he seventy five? Is he fifty? Right. But I feel yeah. like I mean, this would be just absolute gold to an NBA team if, if these players are wearing the ring and they're able to see. All right, such and such player is it's his second game in a row, but he's actually at a hundred percent recovery. We can go with him, or if he's at fifty percent, right. we cut the minutes down. That's that's gold yeah. for NBA teams. Right, right, and and uh, you know I should mention that you know for uh, team sports we we have both a sort of a web dashboard that you know and it works not just on a computer you can use it on you know iPad type tablet devices and even on the phone um, so you can look at data that way for all the players and you know sort of slice and dice and sort players by different metrics mm-hmm. um, as well as uh, we have access to what's called an API, an application programming interface. So if you have, you know, your training platform, you can actually pull the player data into that platform fairly easily. So let's say, so let's say an NBA player has a ring, say an NBA team has a ring, hypothetically, do they have to wear it uh, all the time? Do they just wear it while they sleep or what is, what is tracked and like, how does it require? recover track scores when there's no Wi-Fi or no Bluetooth and stuff like that? Yeah, so so me, two things about that. So first of all, the um, I mean, we're, again, one of the only uh, trackers that actually has airplane mode, oh, so nice. you can actually turn it off. We use Bluetooth to communicate to a, either an iOS or Android device. 
And so, but but the other thing is, you can actually go up to six weeks without syncing with a phone if you wanted to. Wow. I mean, you're obviously not going to get the sleep data, but um, as far as you know, wearing it all the time, and we, you know, most of the rich data comes from when you're sleeping, uh, and that's how we generate, you know, the, you know, how 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 much quality sleep you had, and then give you a recovery score. Uh, during the day, the ring has an accelerometer and a gyro. So it tracks, you know, general movement, which some people find healthy uh, or helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, I mean, I've got uh, the first generation or ring on uh, some uh, elite athletes in the Olympic space that they can't wear it uh, while they're competing or training because they can't have any jewelry at all. Right. But they find the value from the sleep and recovery is so good. They don't yeah. care. Yeah. Um, but but in general, I mean, and, I, you know, there are other companies that are doing this is, you know, and they've made slogans around it is, you know, you're, you're an athlete. I mean, usually your athletes only working out one to two hours a day, mm-hmm. most athletes. Yep. And the rest of the day, they're still moving. So it's, for, in some cases, it's good to monitor that movement also. Um, oh, yeah. I think I, you actually. Yeah. Sorry yeah, to cut you ahead. off there. But, no, I think that's actually really important because the movement that they'll have during their workouts and their practices, and most of that's tracked by the team. So teams know what they're doing in that situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's outside, right. outside team constraints. Or, or myself, I train a lot of NBA players, and we'll have them in the gym in the mornings for workouts, and maybe they'll lift after that. But for the rest of the afternoon, if, if I'm not around them, I don't know exactly what they're doing. So this way, yeah. I'd be able to track and know, okay, maybe he went to the beach and had and walked around all of it, had more impact yeah. outside of it. Right, right. And that, I will point out that, too, is, I mean, we did add a gyro to the ring, which will let us train the ring mm-hmm. uh, to, you know, identify activities that we normally wouldn't like. Uh, their first ring had an accelerometer only, which is a parallel movement. So it's great for walking, running, that kind of thing, but it would not pick up a gym workout. And even with a gyro, you have to train the ring to recognize changes in movements. But um, I would you know, digress a little bit about the uh, not knowing what somebody's doing when they're on their own time. Uh, I'm a runner, and you know, if you look at the top running watches from Garmin or Suntu or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, they, they give you a metric when you're finished running and said you need, you know, say, 18 hours to recover. Uh, but they don't know what I'm going to do, you know, pursue for protocols to make sure I'm recovered for the next day. And likewise, if somebody's being naughty, uh, like uh, one of your basketball players is going out and getting shit-faced drunk, yeah. um, you know, you can tell because your body will tell you. You'll be able to see their sleep sucked and, you know, they're, they're not recovered. You know, their HRVs in the tank, their resting heart rate was really high early in the night. You know something happened and you can then ask them, what did you do? You've got a game today. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think that's I think that's so valuable just to have that knowledge and have that information. All right. Welcome back to the Game of Life podcast. We've got Jeremy Lin on. Jeremy, what's going on? The two most important days in your life are the day you're born and the day you find out why. He's like the eye of the hurricane because in the middle of the hurricane, it's really calm. And so Michael never tried to stop all the madness around him. What he learned was he just got calm in the middle of it. Stealing that pass at Staples, I was like, dude. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Give Kobe a little glance after that. What's up? Uh, You want to be that person that when they walk into a room that people are happy to see you. Talk to me about working with Ronaldo. You helped coach Ronaldo to become a great sleeper. 
a human test tube. Thank you, man. I, I, <laughs> I think that's like one notch up from being a human guinea pig. They'll take it. In a good uh, way. And I just pray, man. Like, I just pray and I just thank God for, for everything. The moment you realized, man, I'm in the NBA. Oh, man, that was from day one. That was the, the, the day I got drafted when I heard my name being called. Buckle up. The Game of Life podcast coming at you, where we bring to you the behind-the-scenes lives of NBA players, business-savvy entrepreneurs, and top-level performers in all fields of personal development. The podcast that helps you become the best version of you. Here's a question. Here's a question that I posed to you, and have you come up with yeah. any uh, like kickbacks on this? Like, if players, if let's say a, play, a team is using it, and all the players are using it for their sleep. Do you feel that players might like if they if the team has this type of information feel like they might be holding it against them like let's say a player just doesn't get a good night's sleep like he did everything right and he just just for some reason couldn't get to sleep and then he sees he's not that ready and doesn't get to play as much the next day. Yeah, well I think I mean this is you know there are other companies that have been sort of forcing these issues and I know the all the major team sports you know the football, uh, basketball, baseball uh, the associations, I mean, they're dealing with these issues now. Mm-hmm. I mean, the athletes really, truly own their data. Right. And, you know, it's it's up to them to work with their coaches and, the, you know, the owners of the clubs to figure out what they can see, how it's used. I mean, you know, clearly there are some people that even if they're not recovered, they can still, I mean, they're just the kinds of people. They'll just pull it out of their you-know-what. <laughs> yeah, and, exactly. You know, play the best game of their life. But yeah. they can't keep doing that because they're going to dig themselves in a hole and be worthless to the owners, you know, or the coaches. Yeah, it's almost like Michael Jordan. I mean, he'd go out till 4 or 5 in the morning, gamble, and then play and just put 40 yeah. on people. Like, some people are rare breeds like that. But, yeah, I think yeah. that's I – th- I think that the best happy medium you can find is that, A, they're able to have this information, but they're able to know players and, like, who they are and what, like, maybe – I mean, players are different types of, like, different chronotypes too, so they're able to – Right. Just kind of cater right. to each type of player based on that. So yeah, that's yeah, that, that yeah, and that's and that's sense. something too that we're you know we're dabbling with a little bit. And so on, like right now in the uh, the current you know the app as it exists today, uh, mm-hmm. we provide after about you know a good two weeks we develop a baseline. Uh, we'll start to recommend uh, you know the optimal time, like a window of when somebody should, the ring user should go to bed, and that's based on so we can actually look back over. Uh, our sleep scores and say, hey, uh, basically, when you go to bed between 10 and 10.20 p.m. at night, you have the highest sleep scores consistently. So we know that's your sweet spot. And this is the first foray into looking at chronotypes and circadian rhythm uh, that we've looked at. And we'll be doing more of that as, uh, you know, through the summer and fall, adding more features around circadian alignment and rhythms. Yeah, that's that's what I was going to ask you. So basically, the ring is kind of customized to start to learn your body and learn your sleep rhythms and your circadian rhythms and, and your chronotypes. So basically, it learns you. Yes, absolutely. That's right. And, that, and that's a whole thing. I mean, we all, uh, you know, have evolved with, uh, you know, slight offsets from 24 hours. I mean, the, the day begins when you go to bed. But each each person has sort of unique chronotype. You know, it's mm-hmm. almost a finite vari- variations. Um, although that said, there's a great book. You you know, if you're interested in stuff, you should read by oh, Michael yeah. Bruce called "The Power of When," mm-hmm. and he he basically lays out four four chronotypes. And it makes sense if you think of 
you know, a thousand years ago in the tribe, you know, living out in the Sahara Desert, whatever. Uh, he has the, the wolves. Those tend to be the traditional light, uh, late night people. Uh, they were the night sentries, so they watched over the village to make sure a lion didn't sneak in and kill everybody, right? Mm-hmm. The lions get up early in the morning. Those tend to be the executives of companies. You know, they beat you beside the head because they've been at work since five and got all their email done and all their work done. But yeah, so the lions are the early risers. They take over from the wolves. Then you have the bears. That's, you know, at least 50% of the population, Michael Bruce believes the bears and they're the worker bees. They're the ones that, you know, get up and go to bed, you know, a little, you know, around, you know, sunrise and go to bed as soon after sunset as they can. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then there's the dolphins. Dolphins only sleep with half their brain, so they tend to be the insomniacs, the really revved up people, hyper, you know, yeah. nervous types. And so they were the alarm system for the village, so they never slept soundly. So if there was a twig broke, you know, they would sound off the alarms for the village. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, I really, I really like that breakdown, and I'm familiar with those those four, and I know for sure yeah. I'm a lion, and it's and it's important for me to know that because like I function in the morning just like just right. really really well, and I get all my all my stuff done in the morning. But if you get me past like four or five o'clock and try to do some kind of creative work or something like that, I'm I'm, I'm done. So it's no, like, that's the same with me. I'm like, yeah. I'm, well, even right now, I'm, my brain's like smoked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shoot, it's yeah. two o'clock out here in LA. You're five o'clock out there, so my brain's yeah, always yeah. getting smoked right now. But yeah, I think yeah, that's really yeah. important to be able to figure out the chronotype and 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 be able to rise and fall on your circadian rhythm. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that's and that's kind of the it's stuff really we're going to cool. work toward is once we we can gather more data from the ring and and you know, we're we're all we're we're scientists. At, at yes. Aura. So we're, you know, we're not going to put features in until we're darn sure that we understand it. But we should be able to get to the point of some of the stuff that uh, Dr. Bruce talked about. So figuring out, you know, the optimal time for you to train, yep. uh, to eat. And if you could do that and do it really well, then you could actually have a player and say, you know what, we're not going to train all you guys at the same time. Some of you train better yes. and get a, a more of a benefit and adapt- adaptation if we train you in the afternoon and others in the morning. Yep. Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> I think I see. I think that's the next level of sports development and 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 NBA teams and really realizing each player is different. Not everybody's going to be the same. Sure, you got to have practice at like a similar time to when you're going to have your games or have everybody on the same yeah. page for that. But as far as your training goes, like I just know for myself too. Like I love getting morning workouts done because that's when I have my energy high. And there's been and people say, oh, you got more energy in the afternoon. That's when you're. I mean, everything is functioning at its highest level, but not for me personally. It just doesn't work right. that way. So I think, yeah, and yeah. yeah, and that, and actually, it could play. I mean, for for basketball games, holy crap! I mean, there could. I mean, some people, their brains may not function at night when they're playing a game. And again, you got to think quick. So. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I think just uh, like really being able to just cater in onto everything, all the small, finite details. For these athletes, I mean, they're they're, they're millions and millions of dollars investments from teams, and if you right, it'd be like having like a it'd be like having a Tesla car and like really not knowing how to use it and just being like, okay, that's that's a cool Tesla. What am I going to do with it? But you throw you you try and cram gas. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Trying to cram gas into it exactly. You have these just unbelievable athletes that have so much potential, but it goes unfilled because a lot of teams and a lot of a lot of people don't understand that how like how detailed it has to be to each guy. And that's why you see yeah. 
Like that's why you see like LeBron James, how he's functioning at such a high level, investing one point five million into his body every offseason, or yeah, Ronaldo, well, Tom Brady, like they get it. Yeah, Tom Brady's a I mean, yeah, that guy, I mean, he gets it. I mean, he's he's got a clean diet, he's got a clean lifestyle. Yeah, no one I mean that he's he's an anomaly to be yeah. his age and be a quarterback. Yeah. Right. But, so it's yeah. But everybody could be. I feel like everybody could be to an extent. Like Tom Brady, like I know his high school coach, and I know he was not a gifted athlete at all playing right. basketball or football and baseball. But, I mean, he wasn't very good. I mean, football was kind of his thing, but he was athletically. He wasn't. Now he's yeah. the best quarterbacks ever. And how long his yeah. longevity? Just because he understands all these little finite details. And I, and like I feel like I feel like the aura ring just brings such an impact into that into that realm yeah, that a whole well, lot of people I'll give don't you, know. Yeah, quick story. I, and this is a, an Olympic sport. I won't mention which yeah. sport because I don't want to get anybody in trouble. But uh, the number two guy came to me and he's like, he said, I know I can be better than the number one guy on the Olympic team. Uh, he's got way more talent than I have. But the guy is just, he's eating crappy. He's, you know, partying. And he said, I want to be number one. He said, help me. And, I, and so, so he's got an oar ring and he's the guy, he's like, send me his logs of sleeping and things he's doing before he goes to sleep. And I'm like, yeah, don't do that again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he cleaned it up. He's number one now. All right. Quick break in the podcast. I hope you're learning about sleep. And now I got to blow your mind with the best sleep hack product life improvement I have ever had. This is a brand new sponsor for us, and I couldn't be more excited to have them on board. Chili Pad. And if you know anything about me or follow anything that I do, I am always talking about the Chili Pad. What is the Chili Pad, you ask? Well, it is a pad that goes beneath your mattress cover that chills you, cools you to the perfect ideal temperature for the optimal sleep. I sleep at 57 degrees. You can sleep anywhere between 57 and 65 to get the best rest possible. It has been an absolute absolute game changer for me literally if i could add like a few things in life that you need electricity food and the chili pad i kid you not this thing is unbelievable just the ability to sleep in the cold it improves your hrv improves weight loss reduces stress overall health and immunity improves your physical strength improves memory everything just based on this chili pad and you have the opportunity now to get 30 percent off if you go to the link in the show notes and enter dnbball30 and you're going to get 30% off for the chili pad. Trust me, you will not be disappointed. This is unreal. We're going to have the creator of the chili pad and the newest next level thing coming out here soon on the podcast. Check it out. Chili pad, thank you very much for a great night's sleep. And now let's get back to the podcast and figure out how we can track that great night's sleep. Here we go. Yeah, that's exactly he, it. He was t- yeah, take more respect for when you, you know, going to sleep at the same time, uh, you know, t- you know, not hitting the training quite as hard above and beyond what his coach is telling him. Mm-hmm. And then he took the data that he had to the, the Olympic uh, team doctor in Colorado, and the doctor's like, where the hell did you get this? He couldn't <laughs> believe it. <laughs> He's like, this was the magic. You know, this is it. I mean, I need this. So, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, but that's—I mean—that's just understanding your body and being so dialed in. Like, right. 
like for me, why I just absolutely love the aura is because I have to be, I have to have high energy throughout the whole day and be on court with NBA players right. for probably about like eight to nine hours every single day. So if I'm not doing like even to like knowing exactly what foods I'm going to eat in the evening right. and what times, which gives me the best sleep, the best heart rate variability, knowing how to sleep in the cold and everything to make sure I'm functioning at an optimal level when I wake up and being able to track yeah, that and know that with the aura ring, that just, I mean, that's. Just yeah, you can, and you can you can find some interesting correlations. Get this one. I was just you know tripping around trying to find some different correlations between uh, type, you know, nutritional choices and sleep, right? Mm-hmm. So I found, at least for me, are you familiar with insulin load? Oh yeah, yeah. So I found that it, I mean I could even go like eat a really low carb diet, but if I was pounding the protein, it didn't matter when I ate it and got my insulin load much above a hundred. And in fact, it didn't matter, but my whatever my insulin load was graphed out, my mm-hmm. my resting heart rate tracks that exactly. Wow. So if I have a high insulin load, my resting heart rate's higher, which means my HRV's lower, yeah. and I don't get as much deep sleep. And that's just from you know eating a clean diet, but you know having too high of an insulin load. But the two track exactly. That's that is really interesting. See, I found that with having better HRV is when I wait till the evening to have my carbs and. and yeah. Not during the day. Yeah, a lot of people find that, yeah, because your brain actually needs glucose. Yep. I mean, it can use ketones too, but it does like gl- glucose preferentially during sleep for some strange reason. <laughs> Man, very interesting. Can you, tell, can you tell the audience and tell like the NBA teams, like if they get the aura ring, what all are they able to track? I know we talked about HRV and resting yeah, rate, so we, what all Yeah, tracked? I'll just go through real quick yep. the 60,000-foot view. So. Uh, most trackers uh, are watch-based, so they're, they've got green LEDs going against the top of your wrist, which is a really poor place to measure for many different reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the base of your finger, which is where our sensors are, um, we go against the two arteries that feed all the blood to your fingers. Uh, we hit those at 250 times a second, and they're uh, infrared, so they're invisible light. Uh, that really does work, <laughs> even if they can't oh, see yeah. the light. Uh, so uh, 200 times a second, and so because we're hitting at that sample rate, we actually can measure what's called a full arterial pulse waveform, and doctors get all gaga about that, uh, in, you know, for other reasons. But I mean, it, <laughs> so from that we can derive, and we and we haven't done the validations on the new ring, which should be better because it's you know four-year newer sensors. Right. Um, but even with the first-generation ring, we validated the heart rate and heart rate variability against lab ecg and we were like right up there almost perfect like i think it was 99.7 on the heart rate and 98.6 on the hrv i mean so very high accuracy for those two measures even a chest strap like you know the best polar or garmin if there's any movement valencella north carolina tested those they were 92 to 94 percent with just even a little bit of movement like walking jeez yeah yeah. So then, so then we have that. So then we have the accelerometer and gyro, which we use while you're sleeping, and that helps us to determine the sleep staging, and in awake states, and that sort of thing. Those sample at 50 times a second. So again, a very high sample rate. And then, other wearables have a temperature sensor. They only use it to tell if the device is on your wrist or not, so they can turn off the LEDs when it's not on your wrist. We actually use the temperature sensor, and so while you're sleeping your uh, skin temperature and core temperature become one of the mm. same. It's part of our nocturnal biology. 
And so despite if your hands are under the pillow, out of the covers, you know, outside the covers, under the covers, whatever, tucked under your armpits, we still can figure out what the, you know, very accurately, I mean, it's almost 100% accuracy, uh, the deviations, and we don't show this, but we, uh, we will show we sh- uh, the actual temperature, but we do show the deviations from your baseline. And so from that, we can, you know, if you have an elevated heart uh, temperature, uh, it's one of the many metrics you can use to tell if there's overtraining happening potentially. Um, we also can use it to tell if you're, you know, coming down with something well before you're coming down with it. Like I've seen a rise in temperature uh, two days before starting to have flu symptoms. Um, And you certainly don't want to work out a player if he's getting sick. And so, and this is all part of our recovery formula. We use all, so we use heart rate, heart rate variability, respiration rate, um, movement, and then temperature swings uh, to figure out sleep tracking and recovery. And then the accelerometer and gyro is used during the day for, for motion uh, we don't turn on the infrared sensors, so no heart rate heart rate variability if you're moving at all, because that type of sensor does not like movement. Mm-hmm. And so we do we do show it if you're actually uh, you know resting, like you're actually sitting still long enough. We will actually show in the app as restful moments uh, the heart rate, and if it's long enough, heart rate variability. So you can do spot checks. Um, and then uh, later this summer, we'll actually have, I don't know how it'll be implemented, but there'll be some uh, facility built into the app so you can manually start the infrared sensors. So if you want to do sort of recovery assessment after training or uh, meditation or whatever, uh, you can start it and stop it and get heart rate and heart rate variability during those sessions. Gosh, that is, that is very cool. That's, that's even more in-depth than I thought it was. And being able to track yeah. your recovery after workouts now, that's, that's on yeah. another level. Yeah, wow. no, and that's, and that's what I, you know, I do is, uh, you know, because we don't have the button push now, but, mm-hmm. you know, if I get done with a run, you know, I'll take my shoes off and just rest my hand with the ring on it on the arm of the chair on the deck, and, and I'll just chill, you know, for 10 minutes, and I, get, I can actually see what my recovery heart rate was and my HRV. Man, I think that's that's so important. I, I like I really liked what you touched on and knowing your body's temperature, so you can kind of foresee. Hey, do you need to take a day off, or if you keep right. grinding it out when your body temperature is that high? Like I know how that goes. Yeah, you keep grinding it out. I'm always <laughs> one that thinks harder work the better, which is, I mean, obviously right. not the right answer. <laughs> but then I can end right, up getting right. run down, and and it's just all downhill. So that's man, that's that's really cool. And you were jumping into how you guys are coming out. I mean, soon down down the line with um, being able to track your recovery after a workout. What do you what do you foresee with with uh, sleep tracking or just overall body tracking and and being able to perform at a high level? What do you, what do you see the future of that being? Like where else? Maybe like five, ten years down the road. Just take a guess. Well, teasers. I mean, it, yeah, it's well, it's hard to see. I mean, they, if you talk to like the top sleep doctors, they they know what they know, but there's still so much they don't know. Yes, uh, sleep science is still sort of a mystery. Uh, and and in fact, if you go did a sleep study, you know, done, I mean, they rely more on just you know the visual cues of what the person is doing. Like, are they awake or you know they're moving a lot? Is it REM? You know that kind of thing. Even yeah. though they have all these sensors, they don't they ignore most of the data they're collecting, and they use a sleep technician and you know this accelerometer on the wrist. Um, but I think we'll find, I mean, you know, better understand what actually happens while you're sleeping. Not sort of 
hypothesis, but actually really understand. Uh, and, and we are learning, like, you know, already, uh, you know, everybody knows we have a lymphatic system, but it wasn't until, you know, in the last few years they actually realized that the brain has its own lymphatic kind of system, mm-hmm. uh, which it uses to flush all the toxins out of the brain. And so, you know, they're still, you know, learning new things. And again, sleep is so important. We don't know all the reasons why it is, and that's what we'll learn more about. But we know it's so darn important. Yeah, that's, I mean, sleep is actually, I mean, the most important thing. I think it's more important than 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 nutrition, than working out. I think everything revolves around sleep. And- well, yeah, I mean, if if you had to pick between working out and getting sleep, sleep in i mean you know get to sleep don't worry about the workout and yeah it is way more important i mean that's why they used to say it was one of the pillars of health but most people recently have said it is the number one pillar the number one pillar in health and i I, yeah i think that too is like a lot of people don't really understand i mean people think like eight hours that's just the number but there's i mean there's so much that goes into it in do you, think yeah. do you think there'll be a time, like, I'm getting pretty close to being able to do it, but still not always. Do you think there'll be a, a time where you're able to just, like, know exactly how to dial in, like, everything that's going to give you 100% great night's sleep every night? Like, like for me speaking, like, going to bed at 10.30, eating carbs later at night, um, making sure that I have my chili pad turned to 57 degrees so I'm sleeping in the cold. Hey, yeah, I mean those those are I mean that's the thing you but I mean even despite all those things depends on the individual you may not still get as good a sleep as you could mm-hmm. uh, and then you know then it may come down to somebody's got you know binaural tones or there may be some medication right. you take or supplement uh, but you know again it's there are all kinds of new uh, you know head devices coming out that have speakers right. built in and. You know, in eye covers and that kind of stuff, but you know that's sort of artificial, and I worry about doing too much of that stuff, mm-hmm. like pushing the melatonin. Uh, but I, I think you know, no, you never get perfect sleep. But I think is you just want to get to a point where uh, you know you have a tool like the Aura Ring that can help you to test different lifestyle yeah, choices, I agree. right? Good point, and see how it affects your sleep, and then work through some things and try some things. So it's like citizen science, uh, n equals one. And I do this all the time, and a lot of people do. And so, you you know, you might try something for 30 days. Did it help my sleep or not? And so that's where the ring can help you. And you can maybe say, well, I got deep sleep. And then the next night you get less deep sleep. And you say, okay, well, maybe that doesn't work. But you got to try it for 30 days at least, right? It's an experiment. Yeah. But at least you can figure out what works for you and, you know, make the required changes. And, you know, again, you may still make some lifestyle choices, you know, like for me, you know, I like red wine, uh, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to give up red wine. I can have one glass. If I have two glasses, it screws with my sleep, and I know that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but that's great. See, you've got it dialed in until you know it, and it's like you said about right. testing yourself and seeing what works and what doesn't work. And now that you're able, right. I mean, you're able to track it at this high level with Aura, then you'll eventually be able to figure out boom where you're tightening it and how do you get the best sleep possible. Right. Absolutely. That's awesome, man. I got to get you with every NBA team and every NBA player. I'm, I'm going to be I'm going to be sending this podcast to teams, coaches, players because it's just like it just makes too much sense and it's one thing that I mean, I think people are starting to just tip the iceberg and learning how important it is, but they're just nowhere yep. close to knowing knowing like right, right. how important it is. 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, and that's the thing. And and I know that, you know, and again, some of the, you know, professional team sports are starting to look more closely and think more about uh, how do we get the biggest bang for the buck out of our teams, our players, mm-hmm. and, and actually think more smartly about, you know, travel schedules and, you know, lighting in the, you know, in the courts and stuff, you know, because if you play in night games and you're under blue light, not a good thing. Yeah, exactly. And so, uh, things like that. I mean, that's going to screw with your sleep. And now, again, a recent discovery. They've figured out a few, a couple of years ago now. But you know, everybody thought, well, geez, you know, wear blue blocking glasses, you know, at night. But they've actually found out that our skin has melanopsin, just like our eyes. So if you're out there playing basketball in a, you know, tank top and shorts, you've got all kinds of skin exposed to that blue light while you're playing. Guess what? Poor sleep. Poor oh, health. Man, <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't even know that. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. You're going to start making blue yeah. light blocking clothes here pretty soon, huh? Well, that's what you, yeah, well, you need to, you know, cover the skin or get them to change the lighting and put in, you know, halogen lights instead of the, the uh, compact fluorescence or the LEDs. So are you guys doing a lot with, like, Olympic athletes? Ah, uh, we've got a smattering of them. We don't have a whole lot. We haven't really marketed into the right. team sports a lot. Uh, you know, I, you know, once in a while I'll just, you know, somebody will ping me, you know, some random athlete uh, in the Olympic team or a pro sports team and say, hey, you know, I'd like to try out the O-ring. And mm-hmm. yeah, so we, we done it that way. So we've got, you know, a few, you know, baseball players and basketball players and football players and Olympians and, you know, skiers and tennis players and ultra runners and marathoners, you know, <laughs> but, awesome. you know, and these are, these are people that are pretty zipped up and realize that, Hey, you know, they realize that they've got to take control of their life if they want longevity in the sport. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that's the people you want to be working with because those are, those right. are the people exactly. that are, yeah, exactly. The Tom Brady's of the game. Right. Exactly. <laughs> well, man, this has been awesome. Anything you want to leave the audience with as a parting note or anything in a nutshell? And- yeah, yeah I just say, I mean, if uh, yeah. people ask me all the time, I mean, you mentioned a bunch of stuff I use too, like chili pad yeah. and blue blocking glasses. But the number one thing that will improve your health, bar none, is to go to bed and get up at the same time of that's day it. consistently, yep. seven days a week. That'll do it. Yep, yep. That's what I tell people too. This is just so the consistency and the rise and fall is so important and i think another thing that's really important for one of my other hacks is shut your mind off like mind people's minds just they keep they i know it's tough for people to shut it off and it's just racing with thought after thought after thought but the best trick to sleep is don't think read a book something just my wife jealous jealous of me she's a dolphin oh (laughs) yeah I'm one of these people, like, I'm it gets me, like, 8, 8.30 at night. I, my brain is starting to, I'm looking at the bed thinking, I want to be in it. <laughs> just, I don't want to. And I hit, the, I hit the pillow, and I'm out, like, instantly. Man, you're, you're just, I, I, yeah, you're just like me. <laughs> like, my, like, my, like, my thought of uh, just a great evening is going to bed at 9 o'clock and getting eight hours of yeah. solid sleep. Just perfect. There you go. Man, I love it. Yeah. Well, awesome, yeah. man. I'll link to everything that's, uh, that you guys are doing at Aura, everything in the show yeah. notes. I mean, the chronotypes and the tips, and I'll be getting these, this podcast out to NBA teams and players. So if you're cool with it, I'll just yeah, put nah. you in touch with them and yeah. let you take it from there. Yeah, and if you have any other questions, don't hesitate to reach out. And, uh, and uh, just uh, one, one more plug because you mentioned mm-hmm. it, Chili yeah. Pad. 
Yes. Uh, Todd is coming out on his new company, Uller. It's a chili pad on steroids. Oh, Check it out, Uller.com. Oh, I'm going to it right now. <laughs> you might have just changed my life. Like, I am like, chili pad to me is right there with the invention of sliced bread and electricity. Like, I am. Yeah, just... well, he said, he like me, though, on, on the lowest setting, it's pretty good, but it's not good enough. I know. He said the Uller at 68, oh. you know, the initial builds of it, he's freezing his ass off. Okay, <laughs> I, I need to get this. How do you spell it? Uh, O-O-L-E-R dot com. Okay. And all right. I might have to have you put me in touch with him. If you have his email, I would love to get in touch yes, with him. I, yes, I, yes, I do. Okay. And uh, he's going to still, still sell the chili pad, but the Ulu's the new baby, and it's going to be an, another notch up. Uh, I'm already, yep, I'm already sold. You tell me that I'm already sold. <laughs> you can send me over his email just, after this. I'm getting in touch with him right away. Yeah, I mean, I'm spending all your money. <laughs> That's okay. For good night's sleep, I will, I will pay. There you go. <laughs> hey, thank you so much for your time, man. I really appreciate you coming on. All right. Thank you, my letting friend. everybody know about this. Thank you so much. All right. All right, man. Have fun. All right. <laughs> Bye. That was awesome. Big time thank you to Chuck Hazard of Oil Ring for just dropping the knowledge on how to increase your sleep and how important sleep is for your overall health, your mental health, your physical health, your weight loss. Everything revolves around sleep. Just imagine you are an iPhone. Yeah, I know you check it 9,000 times a day, but you imagine you are that iPhone. Let's say you plug yourself in at night and you don't get fully charged. Something in your the charger bumps out and you're only at 20%. Then you don't function well the next day. That's exactly what it is without a great night's sleep. And with the aura ring able to track it, you're able to see how are you going to function at your best. What is your chronotype? What's your HRV levels? Hope you learned a lot. That was very, very informational, packed by Chuck Hazard. Thank you so much. And everything Chuck and I talked about will be linked in the show notes. How to get yourself an oil ring, get yourself a deal on an oil ring. Let me know. Same thing with the chili pad thing. If you add the oil ring and the chili pad to your lifestyle, yeah, you are a one percenter. You are an athlete of the future. DNA game of lifer for sure. All right, here's what I need from you. Here's your homework. Go to iTunes, leave a five-star review, ask a question. That's how we keep improving, and that's how we keep having great sponsors on The Game of Life. If you could do that for me, that would be amazing. Thank you so much for coming on and listening to this episode of The Game of Life podcast. We have a lot more coming for you as we go into this fall season. It's going to be jam-packed with NBA players, top-level performers, entrepreneurs, everybody at the highest level to help teach you how to improve your life. Whatever aspect it might be, if you can take something away from it, something, you're an ultimate learner, you're a game of lifer. Thank you so much again for supporting. Couldn't do this without you. And we are all servants throughout our day. Remember that. Do something. Do something for somebody that you wouldn't you wouldn't do normally. Step out of your comfort zone. Encourage someone. Build confidence into someone. See how much that's going to help them in their life. And if you lose yourself to others, you're going to gain yourself. So Game of Lifers, remember, life's a journey. Enjoy it. Game of Life. David Nurse, signing off.